We are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. Hey, how you doing? My name is Joey Galvez, and I'm here to invite you to head on over to the 143 Podcast Network to check out all our shows that range from collecting, music, all things geek, all under one roof, right here on the 143 Podcast Network, partnering with Age of Radio. Check us out. The Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Well, hello again, Slurds. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I am your host, Brian Wayne, and this is Creator Corner. Oh, man. So, I've been uh, uh, graced with (laughs) so, so many awesome, amazing, talented indie creators. Not just indie creators, uh, big two creators as well. We've we've had some Marvel motherfuckers on here, too. So... Um, yeah, I, uh, uh, I, I decided, well, actually, I didn't, well, I guess this is a decision I made. Uh, I, I was reached out to by a, an up-and-comer, and and I say up-and-comer with a lot of confidence, uh, Kyle Stuke. Kyle Stuke has this book called Evil Cast. He submitted to me and says, hey, man, uh, you mind taking a look at this, or maybe, uh, you know, if you enjoy it, maybe I can come on and talk about it. And turns out I enjoyed it, and we're going to talk about it. So, uh, if you are yourself uh, an aspiring indie creator, then I urge you to continue on listening to this podcast because Mr. Kyle Stuke throws down some knowledge. He talks about the things he did wrong, the things he learned, and then why he's on his way now, and what he's yeah, what, how he feels he's doing it right now. So, um, there's definitely a lot to be learned and gained and really just fully entertained by this, uh, this interview. So, uh, before I get into this, I would like to shout out a couple of sponsors. Once again, NSCLiveTV.com, bringing me the goodies. Uh, well, here we go. Sergeant and the Commander Auctions, man. Once again, brought to you by the Inked Market, another subdivision of NSCLiveTV.com. So... Oh, Sarge. Sarge, uh, Raul, to be, to be more specific. Raul and Donna, they're, they're all about the comics. They're all about games. They do prizes and all this stuff. It's live action. Uh, live action. Auction. Auction action. So, um, Raul, if you're not, you know, you might not be familiar with what Raul's about, why it's called Sergeant and the Commander Auctions. Well, he's a United States Air Force veteran. He's been in love with comics a long time, man. A long time. So he decided he wanted to share his love with he and his wife. And they've been together for 20 years just doing this. Doing this, man. So um, there's there's just so much to be loved about this. The thing that intrigues me the most is always the $3 Donna poll. The winner of that gets a free slabbed comic. So, you know, I mean, just 
the the, the all in one sentence three dollar free and slabbed comic boom right there well when how 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 well, I'll tell you how um, well you could tune into channel 15 at nsclivetv.com on Fridays at 4:30 p.m. Pacific time or uh, you know as soon as I, I'm aware that the feeds up I share it in the cheers to comics Facebook group as well so if you're in there or how uh, you know you're gonna see that pop up if you're not in there I suggest you get in there regardless um, uh, and also, you know, they got their own Facebook group. So once again, that's Sergeant and the Commander Auctions giving you all types of goodies to buy up for great prices. And, uh, it's just amazing product. Amazing product. And I like how they do the games and the prizes and all of that stuff too, man. It really makes things interesting. It's not just a boring, yeah, nah, sometimes, I've, I've seen some shitty auctions. <laughs> this ain't one of them. So, uh, another, another NSC Live TV dot Com sponsor, we have Hooked on Comics, a proud sponsor, proud sponsor of this yeah podcast. Um, so Hooked on Comics, it's <laughs> uh, we've got John and Mary and the rest of the gang, and you know, I, first off, right off the bat, uh, you're always gonna see a goofy, funny hat that John's rocking. Tune in for that reason alone, but then you'll stick around for the wall of slabs and then the bin room, and of course, amazing badass auctions. So, uh, this is uh, <laughs> this is twice a week. We got Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern time and Saturdays 7 p.m. Eastern time. Now, uh, yeah, and they're they're also and that could be found same way. The, their their Facebook group, the nsclivetv.com, I believe they are channel 12. And uh, also, I do the same thing on my Facebook, the, the Cheers to Comics Facebook group. I'll be sharing it out. So, check out uh, Hooked on Comics on Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern. And uh, just mm, good stuff, man, good stuff. So, thank you once again, NSCLiveTV.com, for bringing me the, bringing me the, <laughs> bringing me these awesome kick-ass sponsors and uh, two ends of the world to get your comics from. Two whole ends of the world. So, um, without further ado, I'll bring to you an amazing, kick-ass, awesome, uh, learnable, that, uh, learnable's not a thing? I don't know. It's just an entertaining, fun podcast to do with Mr. Kyle Stook. So, here you go, baby. All right, Kyle Stuke, how are you, man? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Brian. I'm um, I'm happy to have you. I'm I welcome indie creators with uh, open arms, especially when they reach out to me. So that tells me that somewhere out there, this this podcast is, I mean, someone heard about it. So um, it, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm always uh, kind of humbled when that happens. So and you know I. I, I love I love celebrating independent comic creators, especially when this is someone's first first big project. And then I look into it and I see, oh, they're onto something here. So, in my own selfish way, I'm thinking ah, I'm gonna be the first one to know. <laughs> you know, the first one to <laughs> ah, I'm gonna be the guy. So, um, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm excited to talk to talk with you, Kyle. Yeah, no, I uh, and as a testament to your show, I was just googling the best comic or yeah comic podcasts and yours popped up and a i just wanted to have stuff to listen to and 
uh, be, yeah, like you said, was just trying to find a way to help people see my stuff. So yours is, you got that SEO game down. It's popping up and uh, it was on the consistent list. So you, you, you must be doing something right. That's awesome because, uh, you know, that I, I did not know that. I really did not know that. And I think the only time I've ever checked was about two months into doing the podcast when I was still... Ooh, I was I didn't I couldn't even spell podcast yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was so fresh, man. I had no idea what I was doing, and that was like, oh, I want to see if I'm in the list of the top podcasts uh, or comic book, obviously not. But to hear it now, I mean, that's 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 pretty awesome to hear. So it's it's, whew, uh, I had to play this yeah, moment give for a, a second, moment, right? yeah, just take yeah. time, man. You, <laughs> yeah, you no, no. or whatever. Whew. Um, I'll, I'll take that moment and post. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about you, Kyle. Um, I you you submitted a comic to me, and um, my process when this happens is I don't like to read the comic until just a few hours before it's time to talk. Uh, with with the creator because I like to have everything super fresh in my head, and you know I'm a. Uh, I, I like to uh, actually have a, a real a real feeling. I don't like to go back and try to remember how I felt about it. So, um, yeah, I, I like I like my reaction to be as as real and um, well fresh as possible. And with this, I can say without you know <laughs> giving anything away, I'm stoked on this, man. I, I like what you have here. And as a podcaster myself, which I know that you are as well, something we'll talk about here in a few. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very excited to talk about this book, but first, uh, I want to, I want to know, I want to pick the brain of the person that came up with this. So, um, comics, man, when, when, when would you, when did you get into comics? When did comics become a thing for you? I know it's a super Uh, white bread, straightforward answer question, but I think it's an important question to ask. No, you're absolutely right. It's funny. I was just listening to in preparation for the show, I was listening to one of your more recent episodes uh, with another indie creator, and you asked the same. You asked that question. I was like, "Oh, I should probably, I should probably think about this because, funny enough, it's like not something I really have thought about much of like when I first was introduced, and so that I started going back in my brain, and I was like, "When did I start reading comics? Like, it just was kind of like a a blank." a blank slate but thankfully something started kicking i think (laughs) i so i grew up i grew up in ecuador and um around then there wasn't a ton of comic shops and so i didn't really grow up reading comics i don't know at what point this happened but i fell in love with spider-man i don't know if it was the 90s cartoon or if I just, you know, saw an, got an action figure or something, but I became really into Spider-Man. And so whenever we would visit uh, the U.S., I would try to get anything that had to do with him. So I remember uh, going to a comic book shop and just being like, oh, my gosh, there's so many. Like, I can, I have to, and my parents were like, you got to pick one, bro. We got to go. Uh, and I was like, oh, no, I'm running out of time. I don't know. I know it has to be Spider-Man, but I don't. And so I ended up picking like the worst one because I picked up one that was just kind of like a recap of his abilities. Oh, <laughs> so no. I was like, I already knew all this. No. Um, but that that and then like certain I forget the uh, what the name was, but like Marvel had their like 
don't know if it was Legends series or something, but they would sell certain action figures and they would come with comics uh, with the action yes. figure. And so my sister gave me a Human Torch one. And so I read that and I was like, oh, this is super cool. Like another character. And so I think it was, I, I think that's how it started was w- with, with superheroes, for, same as it is for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And then I think... Uh, it was eighth grade where I had someone lend me V for Vendetta and I, I was like, oh, like this mm. is a comic, but it's like, you know, it's dark and my parents don't want me to read it, but I'm going to keep reading it. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think that slowly like and then that's kind of like when I was allowed to use the Internet more. And so then it was like V for Vendetta, like who did this? And then like, Oh, like Alan Moore, like what else? Ooh, Watchmen. And then like mm. the movie came out and I was like, Oh, and so I think that's kind of when it awakened me. But again, I, I was a little bit more interested in film. And so it was kind of a passive love until, um, around college where, uh, things for me, just, I, I again, I had friends who are more into comics too. And so they started just like, they would buy all these, you know, uh, collections and then let me read them and so that's kind of when i got introduced to scott snyder mm. and i was like oh man like witches this is this is cool this is like horror and it's like a new take and the wake and then kind of some of the more um that's kind of when i was like oh i love this art form and then kind of went back became a student and was like oh mouse like this is an incredible mm. story like how, how do best comics best nonfiction comics and then best indie comics and uh just trying to get you know um acquainted with the medium and you know the names to know i'm still very ignorant because it's just there's so many there's oh, so no. much i mean <laughs> uh, uh yeah no if they try to do a proper encyclopedia of comics i think it'd be bigger than the the, like the alphabetical encyclopedia (laughs) like like it's it's uh i mean there's just so much to know i mean and and i think that's the beautiful thing about it is no one could really be an expert on this and um and i think that's that's the uh there's just anything you don't know is just one more thing new to discover and enjoy and that's uh, there's just so much out there that's i mean even someone like myself and i don't mean to say that i know everything but i mean i'm i know i've experienced a bit when it comes to comics so yeah but i still find stuff all the time that's just been floating around out there that i had no idea about and it's uh um and independent it's always an independent it's always independent comics man and that's that's one uh, that kind of you know, all the more, all the more reason why I celebrate these independent creators because there's just so many out there now, and some of them better than others. And I think the ones that do deserve a pedestal need to, people need to know about them. So, I mean, here you are on the show, dude. I, I'm loving what I'm seeing here. Um, so, Thank at you. what point? Well, you're very welcome. Uh, at what point did you say, okay, well, now I want to do this myself? Yeah. Um, so, like I kind of hinted at, I. I originally was interested in film. I was a filmmaker. That was my um, degree was digital cinema. And so I still love film and it's still something that I want to be involved in. But I got really 
frustrated uh, in college with the the limitations I had as a, a, a poor man, <laughs> uh, just not having money. And then just kind of like I had grown up again in Ecuador is a little more loosey goosey. So I would just film whatever I want, wherever I mm-hmm. want. There wasn't as much need for like permits or, mm-hmm. you know, release forms or that s- sort of stuff. And then I remember trying to like film something near the mall and just like, instantly a security guard was like do you have a permit and i was like why why do i need a permit like what are you even talking about and then went to another mall and mm. the same thing happened and i was like oh something's different here like <laughs> people are a little uh. more i don't know uh-huh. um just the legality of stuff and so um then i had to make a senior film uh uh for my degree and that was a great experience but again very hard had to raise the money myself and it quickly gets burned on food and gas mm-hmm. and not actually much of it going into the production. And a, a flaw I have is I just, I have these grand visions and then I get a little too, uh, you know, uh, I can't even think of the word. I just have too much scope, uh, mm-hmm. bite off more than I can chew. And so I kind of did that with my senior film. And while I, you know, have respect for it for a young filmmaker and really like how it turned out with, what I had, I, I remember graduating going, man, that's like, that's not fully what I wanted to do. And so while I was in school, I met a really good friend, uh, Noah Bosley. He was also a film major and he was also an illustrator. And so after school, we reconnected because we ended up living in the same area. And I was like telling him, I was like, hey, I just really want to, I'm thinking I want to turn my senior film, Gimme to the Waves, into a comic because then I can do whatever I want. Like, I don't have to worry about actors. I don't have to worry about locations. It's just all time. All it is is the artist's time making it. Mm -hmm. And he was like, that's hilarious because I've been wanting to make a comic. And so we had a little bit of a meet cue where I was like, I want to find an artist. And he was like, I want to find a writer. And then... We looked into each other's eyes and romantic music mm. started playing. And so <laughs> anyway, we we started doing that together and uh, made a pitch for it. And we had no idea what we were doing. And so we did it all wrong. But that's kind of where we discovered. Well, well, oh, um, go ahead. For, well for any, uh, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that listen to this that want to create comics themselves. Uh, what's What did you find to be the wrong way? Well, so... First off, I, you know, kind of, I, I didn't think about the team in a realistic way. Noah was, like, I, again, I was not a artist in that sense, not an illustrator. And so I didn't really even know how comics were made. And so I had, I didn't, I wasn't familiar with the fact that normally for comics, again, uh, it can be indie or big too, that you have the the thumbnails, then you have the penciler, and then you have the inker, and then you have the colors, and then you have the letterer, and you have an editor. And for us, it was it was just us. And so I think quickly we found out, oh my gosh, Noah is having to do so much work, and he's getting burnt out because he's never done this before. And I'm getting frustrated because I need it to happen faster, and he's not making enough pages to make an issue quick enough. And so... That was a thing. It was just not necessarily thinking realistically about the implications. Like, let's say we 
our pitch is accepted and they're like, okay, let's make the comic. We'd be like, sweet, we'll get it to you in 10 years. Like, right. <laughs> like uh, we yep. worked so hard just to get seven pages and that took like a really long time. We didn't really think about anything else. Um, another aspect was uh, we decided for our pitch pages we we wouldn't actually make a first issue we just chose a random point in the story and because we thought that was like a good hook and then did those pages which isn't necessarily bad but again i think for the editors who are looking at it they're going there's a lot of exposition that i'm getting i have no idea where this takes place and i'm not seeing a full sequential story i'm just seeing seven pages and so um, I, I think that w- those were some of the two mistakes is B, I think it's better to show people, uh, a couple issues at the very least to where you can show them that you're capable of telling a story and also that to they, where they can get a feel for the tone and the characters because 22 pages, if you're, you know, doing that for an issue, I know it can be longer or shorter, but you're just doing 22 pages that's not a lot of time to you know necessarily understand how a book is and and these are just my thoughts like i've thought about some of my favorite books and i've been like yeah if someone just show me the first 22 pages there's plenty that i would be like oh yeah this is awesome like here's my money but there's others where i'd be like i don't know i need maybe Mm -hmm. some more time and so um yeah i think i think typical thing we were i i don't uh hold anything against young kyle and noah but i think we just a didn't really understand how the industry worked and we didn't really uh strategize as much as we could have in terms of putting forward a good foot i don't think we were realistic with the fact that we needed maybe some more help and more time and uh maybe that there'd be a better deliverable to give to people as opposed to just seven random pages (laughs) well i mean that's an interesting approach that i mean i don't think many would immediately scoff at when thinking about it but i guess when you're trying to pitch something entirely new with no background or history people might kind of want to see i guess if i mean a pilot type of situation but i mean i think that's a great lesson to be uh to be taught and learned for that matter so i mean that's that's awesome so how did you end up getting the first issue made then because i mean is is this printed i'm looking at the the digital the digital pdf by the way the name of the book is called evil cast we gotta just i don't even know if we've mentioned that yet it's evil Evil cast (laughs) oh man and um um, i immediately get an evil dead type of vibe based off the the, the poster so yes it's it's like a saturday morning cartoon evil dead is what i'm getting out of this so um, yeah, that's that's right just the the initial the initial vibe off the 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 cover there, but um yeah so uh, we've we've got a we've got a twenty two page comic here man so what do we uh how how did it get made you know you told us how it didn't get made how did it get made well so the one that didn't get made was a different comic and so oh, we okay. kind of after we kind of we we were like hey we'll pitch it for this amount of time if it goes anywhere awesome if it doesn't we will regroup and figure something else out and so we got a couple bites but it was one of those things where um editors were like hey cool could you make it um 
a six issue run and I was like, uh, no, like <laughs> it's a that's long tough. story. And I think that's, that's too an important lesson that I learned was, Hey, maybe let's not have the first thing we make be the, you know, uh, 100 issue plus like grand, you know, series magnum opus. Like this story yeah. was so dear, like, I don't judge myself for just jumping in, but it's one of those like if you're able to kind of like remove yourself from it, it might have been good to go, hey, how about you've never made a comic before? So as opposed to starting with something that you don't know when it will end, why don't you just make a short five page comic and see if you do it, if you like it, and then if you like it and you're good at it, keep going. Because so many times people jump into things and then they're like, oh, I don't actually like this. And by that time, they've spent a lot of time or resources. So yeah. Um, after after that pitch wasn't successful, we were like, okay, we need to do something shorter. Still love the idea, still want to make it, but let's do something shorter. And so Noah and I are currently working on another series called Snafu. Uh, I can talk about that a little bit later. Uh but while he was working on it, I was getting a little bit bored. And I was like, man, I, I want to, because I was waiting on him. And I was like, it's hard for me to write unless I know, for comics at least, unless I know that what I'm writing is going to be made. And so it's hard mm -hmm. to keep writing issues for Snafu when I was waiting on the first one to get done. And so then I said, Noah, would you be mad if I cheated on you and went and worked with another artist? You could still help me, like edit. I love him editing my stuff but maybe I could work with another artist uh, so that we can, you know, double dip, make two things at the same time. And, and so you kind of create a network as well. I mean, absolutely. you're, you're creating a network. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and just, yeah, it's fun meeting other people and uh, our, what we put our joint creative work under, we call it ominous uh, or ominous media. And that's kind of where we house all our creative efforts. We love the idea of, uh, like you said, being able to highlight other creators, we do that with our podcast. Um, and so we like the idea of just meeting people um, and working together, celebrating them. Noah is from France. And like I said, mm. I'm from Ecuador. And so we especially like the idea of working with people who are from different countries. And so um, when I started thinking about wanting to do another comic, basically we you know, kind of workshopped a couple of different ideas. And then once we settled on one, I can talk about that in more detail later. But once we settled on one, I just went out and started looking for artists. And I ended up finding uh, Evilcast artist Enrico Orlandi just on Reddit. And I, oh, I man. saw, I just saw there's like no photos. And I was like tired of scrolling through Reddit for after an hour and basically not finding necessarily anything I liked. And then I saw his, it was very unassuming. And I was like, eh, okay, I guess I'll click on this. And I wasn't really expecting anything good. And I clicked and I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is amazing. I really like his style. And he lives in Italy. Italy. And so we got to talking and again, kind of having learned from my mistakes in the past, I was like, hey, why don't we do two test pages together? See if we like each other, see if this works well, see if we like each other's price and then uh, we'll go from there. And so it was a good experience. Enrico's very nice, very kind. And uh, basically from there, that's where we decided to make the comic and before too, it's, it was good to mention out of school, I had no money. Um, <laughs> mm, and yeah. so... 
that was the hard thing is like Noah's awesome. He's doing it for free. But again, he has to support uh, his wife, his two, his uh, two dogs and his cat. It's um, a lot of so, time to take up for free, man. It is. I mean, oh, yeah. It, I mean, once again, it just goes to show uh, you create comics. You do this because you love creating comics. You're not doing this for a paycheck. I mean, it, it's oh, no. <laughs> maybe in the long run, but not not in the beginning. That's that's for that's for damn sure. It's just yeah. no, you, it, there's a lot of sacrifice, man. And time is the biggest one. That's Absolutely. for sure, especially when it comes to artists. So. Yeah, no, I just I, I gotta give testament to that. It's it's it's. It, I was, I mean, I'm not gonna plug myself at all, but I was an artist that actually went and do a project for free. That was just okay. I believe in the thing. Let's do this. And so yeah, and I, then I found out that I was like point zero 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 six percent of artists out there working in comics doing it for free. So I'm like, ah, this is kind of <laughs> silly of me. <laughs> but I mean, to keep, I, I kept going with it though. I never, I never, yeah. So it's it's cool that this guy's doing the same thing, and you know, I but it's, you guys got something here, man. There's there's money to be made. I like your way of storytelling. Um, I, I I see that you know you you embrace my favorite genre in comics, and that's horror comedy. Mm-hmm. I love horror comedy. That's my favorite thing. There's nothing that can make me laugh more than horror comedy. And you know, even if it's kind of science fictiony in a way. But um, yeah, no, I I I love it, and this oh, this evil cast is great. And as a podcaster myself, obviously it's going to touch a few strings personally. <laughs> but um, it's 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 done well. It's it's done very well. I, it threw. I mean, you guys did twenty two. So yeah, I think you went two beyond because uh, to me the twenty is the standard. Twenty pages is the standard. You guys mm. threw out twenty two and a badass cover. So I mean, yeah, you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, I, I dig it. I definitely, I mean, I'd spend four or five bucks on this comic, no doubt. No doubt. And uh, so now you're trying to get this published. Do you have any eyes on anybody with this? I mean, because I, I could say right off the bat, um, I, I see Keen Spot or IDW written all over this. It just feels like this is, th- those are the two that I would love to see. On, I mean, IDW for sure, but I, it, just the cover feels like a Keen Spot book. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that publisher. I'm but, not uh, actually. I was yeah. uh, just about to to make a note as you were talking. Yeah, check out Keen Spot because I think you'd find. Uh, I mean, it's uh, they 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 um as far as uh <laughs> they're very um hmm, deceptive as far as what you think you're gonna get out of their books. You know, with this, it looks like hey, this could be a fun little thing, and then you get into it it's like oh wow, that's uh that's pretty gnarly. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I, I I feel Keen Spot would be a thing for sure. So I I don't know. Shoot shoot their shoot those publicists uh an email. I, I feel like they'd be all over this, man. I do. Yeah. I uh well again, thank you for all the affirmation. Um we uh right now are kinda in a purposely in between stage. Again, kinda like what I said. I, I don't think that any if you're being strategic or if you're confident in things, I don't think that any approach is bad. But for me, uh, how I felt, I was like, you know what? Before I like send this to anyone, I kind of want there to be a couple issues. And mm. I was like, but I also no, want to share call. it. Um, and so uh, I, I feel like the first three issues will do a good job of showing uh, what the series entails. Kind of like... Um, I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, uh, is it 
uh, he's the big fantasy author, something Sanderson. Sanderson. I feel bad hmm. for getting his first name. Um, um, someone out there is shaking their head in disdain. But uh, anyway, he talks about <laughs> uh, when he has like a writing workshop that he has for free on YouTube. I highly recommend it. But he talks about kind of like uh, in within the first chapters of the book, kind of like the promise. It's the promise to the reader. And you're telling them what they're going to get. And that's what will dictate whether they keep going or not. And so for Evil Cast, it's hard for me to... That was something I learned about comics. I was like, man, it's hard to fit everything I want to into a first issue. Because I want to show the characters. And I want to show the world. And I want to show the vibe and the humor. And uh, there's just a lot. And then the story, like the actual plot. And it's a lot to fit in. And so I think that's something I'm still learning and growing in. But... All that to say, again, it goes back to I, I would love to have three issues to send to a publisher because I feel like then you kind of get a full taste of what the book is. Because the first issue is very chill. It's uh, It has some stuff later on, but it's really just kind of mm-hmm. watching these two guys. There's some story exposition thrown in there for what the, the later plot will be, but it's really just about these these guys and their friendship and how they talk to each other and what they like to do and getting across that, like you said, that this book is a love letter to horror and that these guys love horror and mystery and the supernatural. Um, And I feel like the second issue does a good job of getting across that there will be this evil dead type vibe, that there's going to be the slapstick comedy and, and horror and action. And the third one I think will help uh, lead readers into where the plot's going and the fun side adventures it'll take. It's kind of like, again, it's like Evil Dead meets Scooby-Doo uh, mm. and or just like a like a buddy comedy. So uh, I'm glad you liked the first issue. We're almost done with the second. It should be out uh, uh, before the end of March, which I'm very excited about. Um, in terms of leads, I, though... Uh, oh, go ahead. And I- and so, uh, where, how did they find issue one? Is it uh, just available digital, uh, digitally only at this point, or can you get a printed uh, copy via your website? Yeah, it is uh, just digital at this okay. point. Again, it was one of those things where I was like, how ah, should I just hold on to this until I have more no, available? Or, 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 or um, podcast listeners we talk about creativity a lot we talk about what we're working on and so it's kind of a fun accountability thing to be okay. like okay we talked about this like here it yep. is so if you go to ominous.media that's our website uh, it is available there for free um, and we're going to keep publishing it there uh, online until uh, something changes I would love to have it printed because there's nothing like holding something in your hand flipping through the pages Mm -hmm. that's super fun and i would love to have that especially just for more people to um get it but until that day comes we'll keep publishing it for free um have you thought about crowdfunding man doing the kickstarter thing i i i do and it, it hurts me because i have i have uh crowdfunded in the past slash i have attempted to and it didn't really go well and so okay. again i think i could do it better that we're not than what i did in the past because i think i'm wiser i'm stronger i'm more powerful i'm sexier mm-hmm. even i may say uh <laughs> um and so i think that it could work but i'm a little 
just being transparent, I think like so much energy goes into making stuff and with the podcast and the website, I'm a little too uh, aware, or a little self-conscious of how I come across. And so part of me is like, man, I, I don't know if I could take trying to do a Kickstarter for this and it not working because I would just, gotcha. I, th- I think it would hurt too much. Like, just because I try so many different things and have not necessarily been super successful. Again, that's when I was being an idiot about it in the past, but I think there's just this weird imaginary audience. I'm motioning behind my head. The audience can't see it, but <laughs> there's this weird imaginary audience to me that's watching what I'm doing, and I'm just trying to do it in a good way and not fall on my face. So I admit that my uh, flawed human side is like, I don't want to do a Kickstarter because I don't want to embarrass myself and have it not go through, but it's cool to see what everyone else has been able to do. So it definitely is an option. Right on, right on. Well, I think, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I feel like this could do very well, especially since you already have one issue out there. Um, maybe wait till you're, I don't know, halfway done with the third issue, then put it up there. That way you could show that, hey, man, we're there. We've got we've got a half, or, I mean, you. I don't know how you wrap up your arcs. Some people do three-issue arcs, and that might, I, I don't know what you have planned out. Frankly, I don't want to know because I'm interested enough in this to the point where I'm I'm in it. Like, I'm, I'm anticipating the second issue, and the third issue, and the fourth. I mean, uh, you, you got me. So I'm, I'm hoping at some point we can get a physical copy made. And, I mean, I don't, I don't know how Keenspot works. I don't know how IDW works with their things, but I think if you submitted quality work like this i think that you could at least uh get a conversation going with them based off what i've seen but who am i to say i don't know you're and the say, you're the try, leader man. of one of the top comic podcasts that's who you are oh man <laughs> <laughs> you know i gotta be bringing up old shit get me blushing again uh, <laughs> that's so awesome man i'm i'm um well this is a this is an interesting take as an indie creator uh you're definitely i mean this is giving a lot of insight to any aspiring um creators out there that's for sure and i i do admire the fact that you aren't just diving right into it you're you're approaching it like a cheetah man you i i feel that you know you've got all the power right there you're just stealthing up right now you're just lining it out and i think that as soon as you do hit that sprint you're 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 full force dude i you, you you got it i like your style it's very uh it's balanced and none of it's None of it feels like it's just force fed, you know. It's the the horror isn't. Hey, look, this is super horror. No, it's like, oh shit, those, and whoa, <laughs> you know, it's subtle, <laughs> but at the same time, it, it it hits you. And then with the comedy, man, I mean, like I said, maybe it's just um, I'm a little biased as a podcaster myself. Granted, I don't have a co-host, so it's not like it's very. I mean, this is usually the most conversation I have on my podcast right here is talking to creators. But um, I mean, I I, I dig the, the the funny banter going back and forth. I mean, I listen to about thirty hours of podcasts a week. So I mean, I'm, uh, I mean, I I, I love I love all this stuff. So, but I mean, so the comedy is is it's so on point. But once again, it's not like oh, I I gotta make sure they're laughing every twenty seconds. Like, it, it, it's not like that, and I, I respect that because it's once again, I'm gonna use the word balanced, and it's it's proper. So. You do well, man. It's hard to believe this is your first go at it. I mean, I, I know that you wanted to do film before, and I'm sure you've you know done at least some sort of writing in that manner. But comics are different, you know. And the fact that you it doesn't look like you've never laid out beats for an artist before. 
Uh, you, uh, that's not what this looks like. It looks like you've you've been doing this. So I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm gonna keep talking you up, and you're, uh, <laughs> I assure you. I mean, I assure the audience. Kyle here hasn't paid me to say any of this. He doesn't even know me. So. <laughs> um, uh, well, I'm gonna yeah, keep blushing too. Um, right. I think that's. I, again, I really appreciate that. Um, it's nice to hear. Um, and I think a big thing for me, again, I, I am not, uh, I'm not an oracle of wisdom or anything, but uh, I think something that really helped me was because I didn't know what I was doing, I wanted to find out. And so, again, I had been reading comics, never studied them. And so that was something that I ran into with Noah is that he would go, bro, I can't fit this all on the page. What are you doing? Like, you got like, <laughs> you got 20 panels here. I'm not putting 20 panels mm-hmm. on this page. Again, you could, but like in terms of what I was trying to have him do, it didn't make sense. And so that first helped me go, oh, okay, I'm missing something. I need to be better for my artist here. And so I started reading my comics and just kind of like looking at them and going, how many panels are on the page? Okay, this person's got four here. Okay, now they got six. Oh, they're kind of alternating between four, six, four, six. And then, like, I uh, started watching YouTube channels like uh, Strip Panel Naked, just breaking comics down because, as much as I felt confident in my writing, I was like, I'm writing, like, my writing doesn't mean anything if, you know, there's no art for it in a comic. Like, you know, I can go write a novel by myself, but here it's collaborative. I need to help my artist just like my artist helps me. And so, um, that really helped me start to kind of th- think in the language that the artist needed. And so I'm happy because now like I've received compliments from Noah where he's like, you know, you kind of critique your, your panel language, but he's like, you do a really good job. Like everything. Cause he, he edits my evil cast scripts. And so he's like, I, I, I see what you're doing and these all look really good. I don't really have to edit them that much. And, and Rico, whenever there's anything that he doesn't like, he pushes back, but normally it's not an issue. And so, um, again, just for people wanting to get into it or who are doing it, I think sometimes we, we just are like, Oh, we'll just do it without understanding the medium. And sometimes that can be really cool and experimental, but other times it's kind of nice to, I like knowing the 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 rules a little bit and and so and just like my screenwriting class it's like know them so that you can then disregard them and do crazy crap but as long as you understand a little bit of what you're having to do uh then it 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 makes it more fun and you can write faster as opposed to being held up constantly by roadblocks or your artist going i can't do that or (laughs) that's insane so i'm glad that it it's it, seamless because again the worst thing would be for you to be distracted by some crazy layouts when you're supposed to just be flipping and reading and enjoying the story no no it is it's it's, it's done very well it's um <laughs> hey, like i said it's hard to believe this is a first go at it that's for sure um so i i, I gotta ask uh flash and forward um evil cast is a huge hit you're you're in the talks for for ringos and eisners in the future here so uh what, mm. what what's next what's next um i mean do, what what are your goals and con- is this just a, a story that you want to tell or is this is this the thing you want to do now man i mean are, are you here to make comics i have uh whenever people ask me 
you know, uh, what I want to do, I always tell them I want to write, but it doesn't necessarily matter what medium. Like I, again, love film. I've written screenplays and, and they haven't gone anywhere, but like just as, you know, exercise and trying to create, like I, that's kind of how I see stuff is with like movies as movie scenes. And then I kind of translate them to other mediums. So I could see myself doing television. Uh, I self-published a poetry book. I love poetry too. I'm kind of a little bit all over the place. Um, I'm working on another one right now. It's kind of like a poetry book slash uh, short story compilation, and so I just love, I just love writing. I just love creating, uh-huh. and so I I found comics though to be uh, the get them to people, and so I'm because I'm not a novelist. Maybe someday, but that just hasn't really uh, been something that I've ever gotten an idea for. Um, gotcha. And with film, again, the screenplays, it's like. They take so long to write, and then I don't even, I have no connections. I don't know how to get there. And I don't really, I, I've told people, I don't have any interest in really moving to LA and like trying to force my way into an elevator to put it in someone's hands or working as a grip or something for years right. in the hopes that I can. And, and that's all awesome and super admirable. Um, I think I'm a little bit too selfish in that I'm like, no, I I like my ideas. I like my writing. I want to be in charge of it right now. And so I found indie comics and just comics to to be where I think that direction's the most possible. And so once I graduated from school, I got a full-time job in marketing and I finally had money. <laughs> mm. And so I was and so Enrico, I'm able to pay him. And that's uh why we're able to do evil cast. And so I I I hope to be a little bit of a slut and be in lots of other mediums, but uh I really could see myself just being happy in comics. Like again, give me to the waves, my short film that we wanted to put into comics. I think that's the only one that like it could be adapted, but I think comics is the only medium that would truly fit. Give me to the waves, uh, or at least animation. You know, kind of blur the two. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So, is it always just the collaboration wanna... is really fun too. Oh yeah, no, I I can imagine that that uh, those relationships are uh, some of the, some of the best relationships in all of entertainment come from uh, comic book collaborations. You know, I mean, yeah. in movies, sure, we have you know Leo and Scorsese, but in comics, we have Capullo and Snyder, and uh, oh, Mike Spicer yeah. and Daniel Warren Johnson, and I mean, that's uh, there's just so many uh, things that just go together, peanut butter and jelly, man. So I, I love mm-hmm. every every time I pick up a comic when it's a new duo together, I'm like, oh, is this gonna be the next thing? So I, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm always excited about that. So to hear someone actually say one of my favorite parts is the collaboration. That's uh. That's just all the more, um, oh, I don't know, uh, affirmative to me. That's that's what that is. So I dig it, man. I dig it. So yeah. um, is, is it always indie comics that you think you would ever want to work in? Or I mean, say, you know, like I said, dude, I mean, you keep up at this pace. You get some issues out on the shelves. You will be talked about. Um, say someone from the big two approaches you. Is there something that you would ever want to take on? I... I, I I have two thoughts. Like first is it's like if that opportunity came, I feel like career wise, my brain would be like do anything like just to like get to meet 
other artists and editors and people in the business and show oh, you that, could do like, that at comic-con man you yeah. could do that at comic-con <laughs> yeah. just stand in line <laughs> yeah. for 20 minutes and you're like look what i did and i mean yeah you could uh, so i mean uh there's there's lots of opportunities to meet these people without being a creator i mean so i mean i get what what would you want to do man what, would, what what's the thing well i again i you know for if it was you know marvel or dc like again i love spider-man i would love cool. to do to do spider-man that the hard thing is it's like i um I don't know if I could jump into the existing runs. Um, that's some, that that's kind of where my distaste a little bit for uh, the for Marvel and DC comes from. Where there's just there's so much history. Poor Peter Parker has been you know kind of stuck in the same time for so long. Like he hasn't really been able to age normally, and just so many different things have happened. So many different things are retconned. People die. And so I remember, uh, like, where where my love a little bit for mainstream comics died, and everyone, I think a lot of people say this, but was the uh, brand new day storyline with Spider Man, mm-hmm. uh, where they Spider Man makes a deal with the devil to save Aunt May, and you know erases his relationship with Mary Jane, and it just was so bad to me <laughs> that I was like, man, like I don't want to read this anymore, and so. Uh, there's still been so much cool stuff that is done with these characters again Snyder with Batman like I'm not trying to diss the whole uh, those two and all their superhero stories because so much cool stuff Uh, but I think personally it would be hard for me to jump in to a character and do a run knowing that at some point I'll be done and then someone else could kind of erase everything I've done. And that I also could potentially be going against what's been laid down. So I'd like to do so, a, like a one-off like Spider-Man blue or something. I think exactly that I okay, think would be see, really fun. Yeah, dude. Uh, just, uh, I mean, DC does these black label things now where it's like, Hey, this isn't Canon. You know, like these non-canon stories they put out now are amazing. I, I mean, Zarsky did a life story where he actually did go through and age Spider-Man throughout yes, the decades. Yes, exactly. That's why I was like, so, this, let let him age, please. Yep, <laughs> Spider-Man he reign, did. I love. Was a, yeah, man. So I, I could definitely, I mean, I, I totally respect someone that says, screw these canon stories. Let me just play in the sandbox, but... You know, like I'm gonna play with the. <laughs> I was gonna use a weird analogy. I'm I'm glad I stopped myself. <laughs> uh, it involved so curious, cat turds but somehow, but <laughs> somehow involved cat turds. But <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna go there. Uh, right. Yeah. So um, <laughs> uh, regain my thoughts there. Um, no, but uh, no, I can. I I like it. Any any outside the the universe Spider-Man store, I'm all about because right now I'm kind of I'm almost in the same boat. I'm like eh. I like all the stuff that's not really in the Spider-Man universe, but just has Spider-Man in it. So I mean, yeah, no, cool. I'd I I love to see you do that too. I could I could see your style of writing floating on that. And it, it it's funny that you say that because I'm not sure. I I doubt that you're reading the um uh the ongoing Spider-Man stuff right now. Uh, I am, and the last arc actually revolves around J. Jonah Jameson starting a podcast, and his first Perfect. guest is Spider-Man. And now that J. Jonah Jameson knows Peter Parker as Spider-Man, the two are interviewing each other, but like, but Spider-Man, according to the audience, still, you know, that, that, that identity is still very secretive. 
but Jay Jonah is still kind of talking to him like, I know who you are, you son of a bitch. And I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's a fun two-issue arc. It's probably out of the 41 issues that um, Nick Spencer's done, it's probably been my favorite issue and a half. So, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm right there in the boat with you, but it's, uh, there, there's definitely some things to still be enjoyed here and there. That, that, that's Absolutely. for sure. But I, I, I liked, uh, like Tom Taylor's friendly neighborhood Spider-Man that just abruptly ended. That was some of the best Spider-Man stories, uh, I've ever read. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. So yeah, there's, uh, but I could see you doing it though, man. I do. Uh, you, your style's very. I, I get a Peter Parker vibe. I could see that voice popping out of you. I, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Right on, man. Right on. Um, well, I do this thing. I do this thing towards the end of the podcast, not nearly at or necessarily at the end, but I like to do a little bit of word association. I like to rapid fire five words out there and just kind of further dive into the brain that okay. is Kyle Stuke. Um, yeah, and, uh, you know, we all, as uh, myself and all the listeners, we can all make our own analysis. I'm not a <laughs> therapist. But um, I know that I always find something, I usually find something intriguing out of one of these five answers. So, um, you cool with this? You ready to do this? Let's do it. Someone's going to, no matter what, is going to just think I'm a pervert. I know it's coming, and I'm ready. Ooh. Oh, I, I can't wait to hear the first one, then. Horror. <laughs> Love. Ooh. Uh, hero. Uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, podcast. Art. Right on. Onomatopoeia. Sound of music. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. <laughs> no, I like it. No, that one, woof. That, that threw me off right on. Uh, last one's villain. Let's see how perverted you really are not perverted uh venom venom right on all right cool Although, man cool. i mean things could get kind of freaky with that black goo but you know well uh, <laughs> that, that, that's your comic to write man that's your comic to write uh i mean he's in the spider-man universe more than anyone so bam mm-hmm. Uh, no, I definitely got some stuff to analyze here. That's for sure. That's for sure. I like the I like where you went with that podcast answer. I got a lot mm-hmm. of respect for that. Right on, right on, man. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what 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 more? I mean, can we expect more from Kyle Stuke in twenty twenty? We're gonna see this issue too finished in digital. Yes, sir. Uh, again, hopefully, we'll have the end of our. March, uh, cast issue it's like a three month process. Enrico pencils and colors himself, and then uh, Noah is lettering it. I write That's it. Awesome. Um, and I have the third issue written, so we're just waiting for Enrico cool. to get done. He's finishing up the colors right now. Uh, another fun thing, uh, again, just to reiterate the love for horror is something for uh, each issue that we're doing is each. Uh, issue will have a cover that is paying tribute to a classic horror film and so the Uh, first uh cover is a tribute to evil dead and uh for issue we're paying tribute to uh a nightmare on elm street and so that's that'll be a fun way to uh again just pay tribute to horror um i'm not sure if it's gonna be able to happen in each issue but uh another thing i really love music uh i use it a lot while I write and um, so I'm trying to fit in 
horror songs into each issue too it might be baby driver style in the future where it's just like kind of mm. hidden on the walls or something but the first issue uh has the flying purple eater playing on the radio yes. when kyle and noah are driving and the that you'll recognize in the second issue there's another classic uh horror song and so uh besides evil cast um like i mentioned uh noah and i have a a comic called snafu that we've been working yes. on and we are that is a a crime story and basically the idea is that there is a wedding crasher uh and an assassin who get mixed up together during a mob wedding and it takes place on a an island with two uh mob families uh having a wedding to kind of make peace and when a third gang makes a play for power it all kind of goes to crap and so this poor wedding crasher who had no idea that this was a mob wedding is trying to survive and she kind of teams up with a uh, eccentric assassin who is kind of a I, I we kind of modeled a little bit after neil patrick harris just very smiley mm-hmm. and happy <laughs> uh definitely a little a couple nuts and screws loose in his head but um a lot of fun and so the we're hoping to have the first issue done uh this year and Noah's going to transition to an editing role on that. We're going to get a different artist and we'll kind of probably do the same thing. We'll release it online for people to see and then uh, try to give it to send it to publishers once we're uh, done. But if you check out our website, ominous.media, you can follow all the stuff we do there. Uh, we're on Instagram and old Facebook and all that stuff. And we also have a newsletter which I am biased to because I write it and I try to make it fun and silly. I insert Spider-Man memes. So it feels less spammy and more actually you can look forward to receiving an email because you know it's going to be kind of stupid, but also have everything that we've made within the past couple of weeks. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And uh, so your podcast, the comic, all of this stuff can be found at ominousmedia.com. I'm sorry, ominous. Say that one more time. It's ominous.media. Um, okay. And the podcast is called Humming Fools. And uh, if you're into art, if you're into creativity, which I imagine you probably are if you're listening to this podcast, uh, that is just a conversation between Noah and I. We talk about topics we find interesting. And then we also interview uh, artists similar to you. We really like... Uh, you know, people who don't necessarily have tons of exposure, we kind of had the thought of like, you know, like there's tons of people who make cool stuff, but they may not be social media savvy or they may be kind of shy, but we know them and we're sure people would benefit from listening to them because they're creative and they're making stuff. So uh, there's lots of good interviews on there with a variety of different types of people, different types of artists uh, and I, we have a lot of fun as well. And then there's just topics where we discuss uh, things from hobbies, hustle culture to uh, the subconscious and yada, yada, yada. And then, of course, uh-huh. with Evil Cast, we have we've, we have two Halloween specials so far where I basically just nerd out on horror and Noah nods his head while rolling his eyes. That's <laughs> awesome, man. So, I, I Mean it. Fools is the podcast. And then, yeah, ominous.media is the website. 
Cool. I'll definitely have all the links and everything in the description of the show when it goes up. That's for sure. Um, and Thank consider you. consider uh, the your uh, myself can subscribe to both the newsletter and the podcast now. So um, thank you, man. Yeah. Oh, Appreciate oh, it. Oh, for sure. Oh, absolutely, man. Um, and uh, you, like I said, I'll have all those links and everything in the description of the show. Um, man, Kyle, this has been awesome, dude. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm always a little nervous when I'm talking to a creator that I it's uh you know when I go to Google them I you know I'm like okay I gotta I gotta do this. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're, you're, um, as far as you know, your your comic book background, you know, you 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 gave it to me in that email pretty much you sent. Yeah, so, I was like, um, I'm a noob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm always up to a good challenge, but I tell you what, man, I think we got ourselves a hell of a a hell of a podcast here. I th- I think that you've been very uh, very insightful to any new creators out there. Um, I mean, talking it, it's. I know. I, I, I hate saying, "Hey, remember those things that you failed at? Can you talk about that?" But <laughs> I, I also see that you clearly hurdled right over them too. So that's why I don't mind asking that question because I feel like those failures are important for other, um, you know, potential creators to, to, to be aware of. So um, I, I I do appreciate you touching on that, um, and you know without cringing. So <laughs> uh, absolutely, uh, everyone needs to have the um, freedom to fail, and that's something yep. that I learned and continue to learn. Because again, looking on my past, you kind of cringe and go like, "Why did I do that?" And it's like, well, I had no idea. And for lots of us trying to make cool stuff, we don't have. The rich uncle who's like, oh, I'll show you how to do all this or I'll pay for it. You have to figure it out yourself. And it can suck when, again, you have that audience in your mind looking at your stuff or even in real life going, I don't get it. What you do is dumb. Why did you choose this as your vocation? You know, but for you as a creator, it's like there's no other path. You got to make your stuff. And if you fall on your face, like awesome, because it's that whole Teddy Roosevelt thing, man of the arena. At least you're in there trying to do what you love and make something as opposed to just being someone on the sideline judging. So I have no problem talking about my mistakes. They are many. I will continue to make them. But like you said, I'm going to freaking keep going, baby. Dude, and it'd be a waste if you didn't, man. It really would. Uh, and uh, man, I'd, uh, I can't wait for more people to read this. Uh, please keep me posted on everything, man. Um, I, I even, I think I just, I'm not sure if you got the last email. I even emailed you my personal phone number, text me, whatever. Um, oh, fantastic. The, yeah, the, the, the Cheers to Comics. I don't know if you're on Facebook and all that, but the Cheers to Comics Facebook group, I love it when the creators come on there because, I you know, it's it's very interactive. And a lot of the people in that group are very interactive. So, you know, getting in there will help you get that exposure. I, I'm telling you, I see this with the little green Keen Spot logo on it, man. I do. I feel it. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm putting that out into the universe. Um, okay. No need to thank me. It's already happening. Get, get ready. <laughs> the, the, the Ringos are going to be emailing you here in a couple of years, saying, "Hey, man, you want to come out to come out to Baltimore? See what the hell's up? Got your yeah. name on a ballot. It's coming, man. It's coming, <laughs> Kyle Stuke. It's coming. I feel it. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm proud to say that you've been on this podcast early. So uh, yeah, um, I'm gonna take just a tiny little bit of credit once you're all blown up. <laughs> take it, man. Thank you for having me again. Like. There is no reason for anyone to say yes to having me on. Like, again, I like the work. I'm proud of the work. And so I know that that's part of it. But I had no expectations for anyone wanting to talk to me. So thank you for talking to me. Thank you for reading the comic. And thank you for giving me a platform to share my stuff. 
Right on, man. Right on. Um, dude, uh, anytime. Just send me updates, and as the updates continue on, I'll, I'll, uh, I, I got slots, man. I got slots to fill. I'm always down to talk to creators, so we could do this again. I feel, I feel like this is gonna happen again. I'm down. I, I'm into it. Right on. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna go Google best comic book podcast, and <laughs> 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 I'm gonna see what's up. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> oh, Kyle, this has been a pleasure, man. I'll talk to you again soon, brother. All right. Bye, Brian. Cheers, Kyle. All right, that wraps up another Creator Corner. Uh, I gotta say, you know, beyond the, the terrible Skype quality, I was pretty impressed with how that went. Uh, Evilcast. Evilcast, man. I'm gonna have all the uh, the links in the description and all of that good stuff, but I, I've i got faith in this book. I do. I really do. I've got faith in Kyle Stook. Kyle Stook's books. So <laughs> I had a great time with this. I did. I hope y'all learned something. Got something out of it. Maybe even a laugh or a giggle. I don't know. But uh, I've enjoyed it. So I would like to remind you, make sure you support this podcast. Become a patron. Patreon.com slash cheers to comics. Little as a dollar. One dollar. One fucking dollar. Become uh, an honorary member of the Slurred Army. And you get exclusive content and early releases of episodes and all types of goodies. So, um, yeah, these these, uh, these creator corners, they tend to go up uh, usually four or five days early or whatever the bonus episode may be of the week. Um, that may not always be the case, but 90% of the time. And, then, you know, there's different levels of tiers to choose from as well, so... Depending on your level, you know, just shows your dedication. And uh, I, I truly appreciate it, I do. Uh, this isn't a, a scheme to get your dollar, me doing this podcast. It, it, it actually goes towards something. It goes towards the podcast, is the point. So, support that way. Also, leave reviews wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it's Podchaser, um, or, or, or wherever, but more so Apple Podcast, you know, the overlord. Uh, if Apple rates it high, then, you know, it's, it's a good thing, right? Well, the only way to get that high rating is with a little bit of effort on your end. My downloads say I've got um, about 97% of you don't rate this podcast or haven't rated it yet. So, and I've got I've got some listeners, yo. I've got some listeners. So, <laughs> uh, these numbers don't lie. Um, yeah, so what the fuck? What the fuck? Feel guilty. Feel guilty right now. Feel real guilty. And then I'm going to end this podcast here in about 42 seconds. And then you're going to go rate this podcast. You have been warned. So that was Kyle Stuke. The book is Evil Cast. Thank you, Slurred, so much for tuning in. It has been my pleasure. Y'all motherfuckers read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. Hey, this is Liz. Hey, this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We are talking Star Wars, Star Trek, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. 
Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. See you soon.